Hi, this is Sean King, host of My Youth on Record. Have you ever wondered what your favorite musicians were like in high school? My co-hosts and I took that question straight to the artists. You're about to get a candid look into the teenage years of our next musical guest. I mean, that's why I do it, man. I love yeah, this stuff. Right. Like, I'm trying to be big gigantic at some point, you know, yeah. just the Sean Dime version of it. You that's know right. I mean? You can do it. Um, but yeah, you know, what What was, uh, what do you think it would have been like if you had access to like a youth on record if you were coming up? <clears throat> well, um, in a sense, um, in a small sense, I feel like I did like, so, you know, in my generation, you know, taking lessons, like uh, in a sense, you know, you had people there showing you all the, you know, how to do everything and all, right. and all that stuff. <clears throat> Not so much of a community. I mean, cause, cause we wouldn't like all get together and play and stuff like that. But I feel like, um, like taking lessons, private instruction was kind of like this, uh, the same sort of thing. And, um, and it may it, it took me from like two to eight like quick right, you know what I mean right, or right. whatever or two to f- six right but quick you know right. um, having someone help help you out you know or in this situation being around peers right um, you know whenever right. I work That'd with someone cool, right? or when you work with someone else you you, know I mean? you learn you learn something right. and if you learn something well then you've grown exactly so, you know. Welcome to My Youth on Record, a podcast where artists share the music they created as teens and the stories behind the songs. Our guests today are Jeremy Selkin and Dom Lally, better known as the Boulder-based duo Big Gigantic. Jeremy kicked off the conversation with memories about playing in the living room family band with his grandpa, his early influences from Fraggle Rock, and how he got his start on the drums. Can you set the scene like was there was there a lot of music in your house um there there was a lot of music in the house but it wasn't there weren't instruments being played i guess my my family is mostly just into music they listen to a lot and mainly uh my mom super into paul simon and james taylor and Steely Dan and Bonnie Raitt and like Linda Ronstadt it, was, it just i could keep going forever but she would play a lot of that. The Beatles were like huge growing up for me in my house. And uh, so just hearing hearing all that when I was little. And then my family all lived in, in Richmond, Virginia, and everybody was close. So we were always hanging with our cousins and aunts. And and my, my older cousins were massive influences on me musically. They would, you know, I'd listen to the police and sting and um, Dave Matthews band was huge in Virginia at that time in like the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, when I was really little, like three or something, I, apparently I started like taking pots and pans and flipping them over and getting chopsticks out and just like beating on them for whatever reason and, and using, you know, like a cake batter can or something. It was just beating on cans and different things. And, um, then my grandfather got me like a Muppet baby's drum set or some, some <laughs> little thing. And I started, nice. started messing around on that and somehow had some rhythm, I guess, back then. Like it was, it was very, you know, basic, but they, I think my mom and him and the family members like saw that. So they, they all kind of instigated it and we would have little, little like shows at the house where 
for if it was somebody's like this, this part about really? shows at the house, really? bro. You didn't oh, tell dude. me that one after well, all these years. House party? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so please tell me someone recorded these. Oh, they're on video. We have them on video. There's are like they, a, are they going up to YouTube There's like tomorrow? a clip of it in the um, oh yeah in our in our video that we did yeah. yeah documentary a few years ago. But yeah, they're not on the net. But it's it's pretty funny. There's it's my mom would like put on Hollow Notes was another big one. She would put on like Hollow Notes. And I would start like I had like her camera tripod that I'd use as like a microphone, and I'll start singing into that, like you know, copying the song and trying to sing whatever. And then can I'd you give us an like, example of what song? Um, I'm picturing Method Man. of Modern Love oh, is like yeah, the one. Man. And I was and because oh, I specifically that's on video, and you know I'm doing the whole like the whole thing, and they're cracking up. You can like hear my mom like cracking up in the video because she's got the old you know, giant cassette. It looks like a video camera that you would have in like a television studio and it's attached to like a VCR, like a massive VCR oh, that you man. have to carry. <laughs> um, and yeah, we do that. I had a little like, you know, plastic, you know, keyboard and then like a fraggle rock guitar and I would bounce around at different instruments and then I'd like make people like my grandfather. I'd be like, you, like you got to come up here. And, like, you're playing drums. Like, you're doing this. And, would, you know, this is in our living room. And everybody would kind of, like, reluctantly get up there and we'd start, like, jamming. And then I'd be like, no, like, hit the pedal. I'd be, like, yelling at my grandfather to hit the kick drum pedal. And it's, like, it's pretty, it's pretty hilarious. So that was, that was, like, a lot of my childhood for a while. Um, and then... And then it, at some point in like middle school, I started playing trumpet in sixth grade for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for some no, just and I, and I, instrument. <laughs> like I don't know why I didn't go right to snare or do something in in the like orchestra band, but mm-hmm. I went to trumpet and I was like last chair trumpet. I was terrible at it and did that for two years. And I remember seventh grade year, I started kind of playing drums at home, and like got a drum kit. I think when I was like. 12 like finally like a a real like a pearl export mm-hmm. you know kit that was i was really little i was probably like 4 10 or 11 so the drum kit was massive you know and i'm sitting up really high like almost like on books just to um so in seventh grade i started i was playing trumpet and i was terrible and then you know my friends and i would like kind of rock out at like the house like I feel like right around then, like Green Day, like Dookie had just come out and there'd be stuff like that, Rage Against the Machine. And we would try and like figure the songs out. And then I started getting better at drums. And I was like, oh, I should, maybe I should play drums in school band instead. So I tried out for the jazz band in eighth grade and made that. And then that started my like kind of career into, into drumming. It's no big question that Big Gigantic is, well, big. The music they make now didn't exist when they were teens. So in a sense, they began building the future of music before most of the world caught on. As they shared their earliest song with us, we begin to see just how ahead of the curve these two really were. This is basically the first Basically the first big gigantic song and basically kind of the first song I've fully put together 
um, that we were like playing and it was kind of like it was kind of like our main song you know like our hit song or whatever when we when we were first coming up so it's called get your rowdy on get your rowdy on hey I like it <laughs> definitely <laughs> I hope they're recording your guys' reactions to this too because Interesting snare there. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting snare choice. can take yeah, so I wanna, we could take our headphones off too cool so i just want to uh note for listeners how um you know there, there's a just watching these guys react to it i think is uh pretty special but like what, what are you guys' first thoughts on that um well you know we're mentioning you know what would your like 11 year old self um think of that and I mean, honestly, my my 11-year-old self would have probably been down with that. <laughs> right on, right but on. Like, but, you know, that it, it, nothing ever was even close to being made yeah, that sounded, sounded like, like that like, back yeah. then. So, I mean, it's insane. <laughs> that was like, that was like um, I was really into like um, – like telephone Tel Aviv mm-hmm. and I was like that I was like trying to f- uh, figure out how to like make these like glitchy sounds because I had not under- I didn't I barely you know it was like there was the thing is is that I had been making music yeah I've been making that. music for all this time right yeah. and then it was like I had never owned it I had never owned a computer I had no. like maybe like a you know a crappy like desktop at one point um but all I used it for was to make like ch- charts for mm-hmm. my big for bands and stuff like that <laughs> when I you know so anyways and this and then I had been playing in the motet for five years or mm-hmm. four years or something so I've been touring and no you know no, no computer no I didn't, digital no music, digital yeah. yeah nothing like that and um 
And then, yeah, I like got got a computer. I was like, I was going over to my buddy's house, watching my buddy make music on his computer. I was like, I got to get a computer. So not only did I didn't even know how to use a computer. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, man, like, God, like, what is I have to learn how to use the computer. It's like hotkeys. Like, use your hotkeys. Like, what is yeah. a hotkey? I don't know. What is that? You can't touch it. It's too hot. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know anything. So it was I, like very, you know, everything was a, not intuitive. Yeah. So it's obviously a lot more intuitive now. But. I was like the nerd in the house. Like we yeah. lived together and yeah. I was like, I had a computer, but I was like, you know, downloading, <laughs> downloading episodes of Lost or whatever, yeah. like torrent stuff and yeah. doing, I did graphic design and web design, but yeah, yeah Dom, I remember when he got a computer. And then started making beats. Yeah. And I could hear him in the room doing it. He'd be like, yo, check this. I just made like a quest love, like hip hop kind of. Yeah. On those little like computer speakers that were like this big. Oh, you know, yeah. That you would just like yeah. plug in and stuff. Yeah. Like it sounds weird, but in the car it sounds better. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must be okay. <laughs> Jeremy and Dom don't just make music. They make an impact with their big, gigantic difference foundation. In 2018... They raised $50,000 for Youth on Record, where they helped build a computer lab they only dreamed of having as kids. As they sat down with My Youth on Record's student co-host, Sean Don, their connection to young people was clear, making it even more apparent why their music appeals to a new generation. Yeah, why did you guys choose to invest in Youth on Record? Um, kind of relates to Dom's, or the last question as well, I, th I think... It's, you know, for me, the, this, to have a youth on record was like, I had that, but in like my buddy's garage. Exactly. Like that was our thing. Right. Then I think that was it's pretty common, you know, when you're starting to play music or you're starting to figure it out. If you're with your friends, mm. you guys are just like doing whatever. And it's so cool what you guys are doing here because you're, you, you know, kids that don't have those music programs in, in school. I right, can't imagine right. if we didn't have that in school. Right. It, I don't know what, you know, what would have happened. It's a shame that it's being taken away. Mm. And what you guys are providing is so, so important um, in the community and with kids and their development. Because, you know, for me, I was, I was like, okay at school, but I didn't want to sit through government or, or history exactly. or I liked math. That was cool. But Everything else was like, oh, my God, can we just please get to music class or art or freaking yeah. lunch? Right. And I can't imagine if you just went to a school where, like, you didn't even get to go to – there's no outlet. If you're a creative yeah. individual, mm -hmm. you know, odds are you're using a different side of the brain than the mm -hmm. kind of right. more analytical, Definitely. linear side where yeah. it might you, – you'll crush history. And obviously there's plenty of people that are good at both. Mm -hmm. But um, – I have some friends that are teachers that are like, oh, man, these students just struggle so much. But they're, they'll sit down with a pen and paper and draw the craziest thing you've ever seen, you know, right. amazing art. But it's like they don't – they can't focus on English or focus on social mm -hmm. studies. Because they get bored. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, you know, some people are into it and I would – I wish, you know, that I could do that. But – and it's so cool that you guys provide that for those kids and now – you have all these, you know, you have, there's a, like a grand piano in here. I don't even know if that's a baby grand. Is that a grand? There's a uh, full piano in, a, this, yeah, in it here. It might be a baby, but I'm um, not sure. There's drums. You guys have a recording studio in there. You can mm -hmm. learn all these things. Right. And, but now learning the production side of what you can do with a computer and music and 
it's just right there at your fingers. It's cool to, that you guys are providing that for, for kids and teaching them how to do that. And they can, instead of writing out music for like a, a 10 piece band or orchestra or whatever, you can just make it on your laptop True. Mm-hmm. or your True. home computer or whatever. And teaching kids that and having all the, the local musicians that want to contribute to that is so, so special. Yeah. That was a long answer, but we no, really, we really love perfect. what you guys are doing and think it's, so important in any way that we can help out we're we're super down my youth on record is proudly brought to you by youth on record a colorado nonprofit organization where local teens are empowered to find their voice and value by working with local musicians as their educators Teens and Youth on Records programs are working to be both the next generation of creatives as well as community leaders. They do this through music, poetry, and storytelling. My Youth on Record is one of their newest programs. Learn more at www.youthonrecord.org. Seriously, thank you guys for being here. You got it. Jeremy, Dominic, this has been a really special afternoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you.